And I'm over here like, oh, so it's personal now. Like, he's taking this personal. I've been growing and I've been learning. Life is too short. We just talk about it to spend it like fear, fear, being mad uh, with so little things. Just my anger to learn and to be different from everybody, right? Welcome back to The Powerhouse. My name is Eric Garcia and you're watching The Powerhouse Podcast. I'm your host, obviously, Eric Garcia. And if you guys are new here, welcome to the show. If you guys are not new here, well, you guys may notice a couple of things are different. We are not at the powerhouse, actually, you know. Um, so it's a little different, but it's the same show. So just sit back, enjoy. I have a wonderful guest today. For those that I'll actually uh, started off, this is my first female guest. So uh, give it up for her, Maribel Cruz. Uh, happy to have you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, honored to be here. That's my mom, guys. For those of you guys that don't know or didn't catch it, that is my mom. So she's mother, my mother, uh, mother to two beautiful kids, entrepreneur, self-made woman, successful self-made woman for that. And so, you know, I couldn't be more honored to have you on the podcast, mom. Uh, I think that we've been through a lot together. Thank you. We have. You and me have been have been ride or die since like since day one. And so I think that I think this moment right here. I think this day was amazing, but not only this day, but this moment, this week, this month, this life that we've had has been incredible. Um, I, I just I'm at a loss for words. And so, first of all, I want to say thank you for being my first female guest. Thank you for having me over. It's but nice. also, you know, I want to say thank you for just being the best mom ever. Thank yeah. you. Really. I, I could ever ask for. <laughs> thank you. You know that um, anytime I talk about you, it's just like. You're my angel, my inspiration, my everything. You and your your brother, obviously. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, that was some introduction. But uh, before you know, we get started. I I do like to, you know, make sure my my speaker here has a chance to explain themselves. So I want you to tell people, you know, who you are, where you're from, and what you do. So I am um again. Mary Bell Cruz, and I am coming from Mexico City. That's uh, where I was born, and I came here when I was 19. Um, um, I was, um, I came with Eric's dad, and we were married, and um, I've been working all my life here. I started from the birdie bottom, and as time went on, I um, became a bookkeeper. Yeah. So um, I'm a self-employed. I love what I do. And um, I love numbers. And I don't know what, what yeah. else to say. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's a hell of an explanation. I like how you threw that in, too. You love numbers because I think you and me are very similar. Like, we, we enjoy a lot of the same things. And then we also have like those small pet peeves that are really similar, mm-hmm. right? And so the numbers thing is, is very true. I think I'm a numbers type of guy, but I, I just can't stand them. So <laughs> I, I, I'm really, if you guys don't know what bookkeeping is, I think that's my second question is I want you, maybe could you explain to someone that doesn't know bookkeeping? Or maybe if it's like, you know, there's a you know corporation, social media company on the other side of the screen, mm-hmm. maybe explain to them what you do and how you can help them out specifically, what makes you different from the rest. So basically what I do, it's um, I um, have different businesses. I, I have different clients. What I do, it's, um, it's different for every client. Every client requires um, different things, right? Like there might be some clients that they want me to put together um, at the end of the year uh, something for, uh, for the, uh, to do the taxes, like they call profit and loss, right? Other clients um, that I see more on a regular basis, they, I will do everything, right? I will um, do a bill pay. I will invoice their clients. I will deal with the payroll. I will do workers' compensation audits and everything related to the business so that at the end of the year, they're um, ready for to do the income taxes and everything is turned into the CPA and the taxes get done. But um, that's basically what I do. And 
What makes me different, I think, it's that I am uh, very detail-oriented. I'm, um, um, my mind, I always think that my mind works in a different way, right? Because some people might just see, the, I always see the, the bigger picture. And I think I like that's that. what it makes me different from other people. Yeah, you don't just see one piece of the puzzle. You see the whole the whole picture. Right, right. And, and, and the way my mind works is different, right? It's like some people might don't see it that way. And then I see that the, the big picture, right? Uh, where people don't see it. That's so funny you say that because literally, I think probably the week before we left to come here, or sorry, the day before we left to come here, I was at AP's house. Shout out AP, shout out Danny, shout out Woods. I was at his house, shout out AP's mom, Ganasada was bomb. We had Ganasada, I remember I told you, they, they bought me a drink because I turned 21. And that day, I was asking them a, a specific question. I want to ask you this question as well. And this has nothing to do with the podcast, nothing to do with you, really, or not nothing to do with like what we've just talked about. But I literally told him the way my mind works, and I just figured it out too that day, is I see things and i see the pattern of life as a puzzle and i see like for example you know me going off to college that was one piece of what of the puzzle of the whole picture of my life and my job was to basically see the whole picture but i'm glad you mentioned that you can see the whole picture because that's a gift that's like the way your mind works and the way you can see a big picture is not only good if you want to solve a problem but it's also good just because you have that clarity that clear mind that clear tunnel vision where like okay you know, you got a client who's got a problem. Like, for example, me, I work with HK. For those of you guys who don't know, that's my new company. We are a clothing brand, apparel, education, media, and health and fitness. And so what we do is we're, you know, we're, we're building a lot of stuff in those industries. But the, the most important thing, I think, for me to make that successful is to see the bigger picture. And so that's very hard and I'm, I'm practicing it. But I, uh, two two things before, before I get to my question, I want to know is when did you discover that moment where you're like, oh, I can see these problems or see these actions or see these, these situations as a puzzle or as a picture? Maybe you don't see it like that, but you said picture, right? Yeah. So when did you discover that? I really, I'm actually curious, Mom. I think I had... I was gifted since um, I was little. I remember, or I remember always. Maybe because I'm the oldest one, you know. I, oh, okay. um, I of four girls. I always um, see beyond, right? The, like with my sisters, right? I would always take care of them, and I would see beyond just the superficial. And then, as I was growing, I think I discovered. I only evolved that that gift, right? That I was was given, right? You I, you had it first, like oh, okay, like my sisters are misbehaving. I gotta I gotta see them, you know, clean up, fix it, you know, before dad gets home, or else it's bad. Right. And then you did that, you know, evolved that into different aspects of your yeah, life. Yeah, like like when I I remember when I was going to school, right? I I knew that I probably wasn't gonna finish school back in Mexico because different reasons I was going to come here. I um, was, the way that I grew up, you know, you're imposed to do something that you, you're, you're not, you can't have a choice, right? Yeah. So it's like, um, for me, I needed, I wanted, or I wanted to do something and my family, my parents wanted me to do something different. And I knew that wasn't my path, right? Yeah. So I think at that time I came here and I discovered what I wanted to do with my life. Interesting, interesting. How, how hard was it for you to move away from what your family wanted you to do and to do what you wanted to do? Because I think I could relate to that a little bit because I want to do my own things. I'm working on some companies, working on the podcast. But you also want me to go to school, right? That's what you want to do. And I, and I want to go to school because what I'm studying, I'm studying behavioral economics. And I really enjoy that. And I think the, the way it's working out is just the perfect puzzle, if, if you if you may. And so how hard was it for you to deviate away from your parents' opinions? Or sorry. How hard was it for you to deviate away from your parents' decisions on you and go and follow your own dreams? I think um, 
that was that was very hard because um as i said you you i didn't have a choice right and i think my only choice was like leaving home right and that's when i decided to came to this country with um with your dad right and i said okay because i i if i could have had the choice like tell my parents no i don't want to do this maybe i would have changed careers and still in Mexico, right? But yeah. uh, but I, the fact that I didn't have a voice in yeah. my in my in my house is like I I had to take um like another action, right? Like like um the I, risk. Yeah. So and I came here and cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a scary decision because I think. I kind of had that similar feeling in a way when I left to college. And so this is the initial question I wanted to ask you was when I went off to college, you know, me as your son, what did that feel like for you? Like initially, what did you feel when I went off to college as your son, you know, first oldest son? What did that feel like for you? I mean, um, (laughs) I don't know if you want to get into it, but. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I think at that time you were having, you know, a rocky time in your life. Yeah, yeah, so sure. I, um, it was hard for me to let you go because I wasn't sure what was going to be your life. Right. I like, um, but I, I, I think I have to trust and that's, that's what, what makes, make, made, made it different. Right. Like. I could not force you to stay because at some point I said, oh, maybe he can stay at in a local community college. But that, I didn't want to impose, right? And I didn't want you to feel like, oh, my mom is doing this to me and, and you could have, have something different. So that's why I let you choose what you wanted to do. You decided to go to, to away. And I respect that. And I just have to trust that you were going to be okay. And and I just trusted, you know, and I trusted you. And I I, I trusted God, I guess. Yeah. I pray and, you know, I, I thought about you all the time. And, <laughs> and I remember those FaceTime calls. Yeah. And, and just have to trust, you know. Yeah. No, I, would you say you saw the bigger picture there or was it very, very cloudy? in that one in that moment because you said you had to trust and that's faith right you had faith in me and it's different from hope because you know i I was listening to a podcast and it was like you know and they were telling us like you know we were here watching the podcast the other day and it's like hope is different from faith you have to have faith faith is like you know you know there's there's something on the other side hope is like you jumping off a cliff and you don't know if you're gonna land in water or on dirt and so you did you have faith or almost like because the way I, I want to see it is like you had you had that picture on the other side was, you know, was clouds and there was clouds and stuff like that. And then you saw the picture. Was it like that? Yeah. I mean, I had I have to let you be right. I have to let you fly. And and either I had faith that if you fail, I'm your mom and I always was going to be there for you to to take you out of whatever hole you were going to if you ever did. Right. But um, I have faith that um, because I know you're um, always been mature and you're always been um, with a good heart and you have so many so many good things within you that I knew that um, my faith and and you your yourself yeah. will not take you to a hole. Yeah. I mean, I think to to be fair, though, that was like some of the hardest times in my life, you know, moving away from you, Tony and Santi, that was like where I I really was thrown into the deep end of the water. And I think, you know, by all means, that was the best thing that could have ever happened to me Mm -hmm. because I needed that, you know, scary slap in the face of like, this is reality in order to, you know, get my ass back up on that horse and just go, just go towards life. Because now I think looking back at it, like that was the best decision that could happen, right? We're doing so much better. Like, you know, since then so much has happened, so many good things have happened just because you had faith, you know, I had to learn it the hard way. And I think most of that, I don't give credit to myself. I give credit to this woman right here because she raised me as a single mother, you know, literally going from 
house to homeless to Richmond to warehouse to. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was like, it was, it was, it was, and, and mind you, I do not remember a single time where, you know, I went to sleep hungry or like she told me we lived at a warehouse for like a good few months. Right. And, and I literally have like no recollection of this just because of how fun me and how much fun me and my mom had during this time, because I'm like, it's just as if it's me and my mom, it's my family. We're home wherever we are. If we're sleeping, we're home. And that's, I think the best that, you know, any, anyone could have given me. And and that's why I'm like, okay, like that credit is for you because you, you raised me the right way. You know, you taught me good from bad because nowadays we live in a world that's gray. You know, there's, there's no black and white. You show me black and white and now I, I can see, you know, right from wrong. And I know what I have to do. And I, I'm stepping up to that challenge. And I think I think it's amazing. I think what we're doing and what we're building and what we have is incredible. And so, you know, I want to say thank you for that. And, and thank you for everything that, that you know, you've you've blessed us with. Um, but there's more to come. So I want to I want to ask you this, you know, moving forward, I guess, you know, what has been the the best and worst, because I want to hear both sides, like black and white, like I just said, you know, thing or or best and worst, I guess, ideas or or, uh, situations since, you know, moving from Mexico, because I think you spent over half your life in the States and half your life more than half in the States. Wow. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while. So now, you know, what, what is something that, you know, you, you like, or you enjoy something that you don't like maybe about the culture, tradition, and then, you know, something that vice versa from, from Mexico, because, you know, I think we're we're a different we're a different breed, honestly, like Mexican-Americans are very different. And like even Tony was saying the other day, my stepdad, he was like, I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican. I'm like, well, you've been here for over half your life. So like there's a lot of American in you now. And, and people don't understand that we're a different breed because there's when you go back to your homeland and you're mixed or you've been living in a different place for over half your life, they don't see you quite the same. You're a little different to them. Maybe they're like, you know, you're a sellout. You have money now. You live the good life, whatever. And it's like, no, no, no. You don't understand what we've been through. And and me, I'm on the other side. You know, I, I've been here most of my life. And now, you know, whenever I go back, they're like, oh, the American gringo whatever. Like, it's like, but when I'm here, I'm like, I don't look anything like these people. I don't have the same culture, the same values as anybody. Like, it's our own culture. And I think that's what we're trying to build over at HK. But that's that's for a different, you know, check out HK. Link in the description. Um, back to the question, though. You know, what, what are the stark differences between living here half your life and living in Mexico half your life? I mean, I love the Mexican culture, right? And I always will be a Mexican. But then I, um, I mean, I've been living most of my life over here that I, 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 I mean, I'm not American, right? Because I, oh, look at me, you know, I'm, yeah. I, I, I have a dark skin and, and also I have an accent and, um, but, I think I'm very grateful to be here. I have um, I have built a career. I have uh, I have my two kids here, and you guys are growing to be a good kids. And and I feel blessed. Right, anytime we talk about it, it's like I feel blessed for ev- everything that I have. You know that I have. I'm healthy. I'm um, you know I have house, I have food, I have you, uh, where if I was, if I were living in Mexico, I probably didn't have the same life. Yeah. It would be more challenging for me. Really? I would think. I guess, yeah, I think when, I think people over there are, are kind of faced with harder circumstances, right? Is what you're saying? Yeah, like, uh, it would be like harder, like, economically, mm. and also, um, I don't know. I, I, I see. I mean, I love, I love my family, you know, but there are things that, um, I don't really would like to be like them, you know, it's like, because we're different <laughs> because I'm the, I'm the, maybe the black sheep of the family in a way, yeah, then, you yeah. know, it's like I'm the different of the three of my I, sisters. I'm the same. I'm the same. So, um, so I, I love the place where I'm at right now. Well, and to, to kind of build off of what you were saying about like the differences, one thing I did, and we were just talking about this too, is the food, because 
I mean, first of all, Mexican food is amazing. And, I, and I'm and i a sucker for both. I love American food. I love my burgers, my ribs, my tri-tip, everything. And Mexican food, too. My sopas, pambasos, tacos, whatever. But one thing we were talking about is, like, how the how Mexican food is, like, because Mexico is the most obese country in the world, which is crazy because, well, it's not that crazy if you think about what they're eating. And we were talking <laughs> about that, and I'm like, damn, like, Mexicans love their bond. Like, that is, like a crazy maybe for me a crazy revelation because i never thought about like we have our panco cafe pana noche pan dulce todo el dia. and i'm like damn like we really do and for those of you guys that know don't know what pan is that's bread but like there's sweet bread there's like crunchy like crackers and cookies like every type of bread and i'm a sucker for bread but it's crazy because like Mexicans are always consuming bread, like the Coke. And that's just like you said, like the economics over there and the industries over there, like they rely heavily on like the package and processed foods. And so they don't really have a choice. You know, obviously we all have a choice, but when it's like right in front of you, you know, you're, you're dirt poor and you don't really have anything else to eat besides, you know, a cheap McDonald's meal. You'd rather have like your pan con cafe because that's going to, you know, be better for you, which is crazy because like, like you said, you wouldn't have those situations if you were uh sorry you wouldn't you didn't have those situations here because you yeah. know there's cheaper better food that you can go to even though whole foods trader joe's is expensive you know you found a way to work towards that which is which is great how, how is it like you know uh building up your business because i know i don't want to i don't want to talk too much about um well sorry maybe i do i want to know i want to know how <laughs> is it like and maybe people out here want to know too because you're a woman you know you're latina you're a minority very very um large minority and so how, how would how, how would you describe you know how was it like building your business i think everything fell into place right i was working as i mentioned um i started in this company from the very bottom doing the the very labor jobs right job so i and then but i think my um and, and we talked many times about this like my anger to learn and to be different from everybody right like like i always looking every day you know what's new to learn and what can i get the best for this day so i think that started you know i i i started from the very bottom and then i moved to admin work um and then after that um i started doing the management of a company and that including the bookkeeping part which um it was a bookkeeper at the time that would come and check my work, right? That she would just come and do the, the closing of the month. And, um, but at some point she's like, you're ready. You know, she just said, you know, you're ready. And, and I have to thank Julie. Julie was her name, um, or is her name. And she got me into it, right? She's like, you, you can do much more, right? Than, than this. And then she's like, you don't need me anymore. So, and she's like, you know, I'm happy to introduce you to more clients because you, I, I know you can do more than this. So she got me some clients and that's how I started my business. And again, you know, I think because I'm very detail oriented, it's like all my clients, like I would say 95%, they come from, uh, from referral, right? My client, my clients refer me to it. So, um, I think it's been, it ha, I don't feel like it's been hard because, uh, again, I love what I do and, I, and I'm passionate to it. And as you know, I'm, I, I would say I'm addicted to my work, right? Yeah. You, you can see. So, um, so I, it's been great. I, I don't feel like I have so many bumps on, on my career. Um, that's good. That, I think that, that that just shows how, how great you were able to set yourself up, right? Yeah. Like so. you, you had set yourself up for, for the greatness. And I think the, the 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 important thing is like always have that thing on my mind, right? Like I'm set for success. Like, okay, I'm gonna I want this and I'm gonna have it, right? No matter what it takes, I'm gonna get to that point. I and all and I always have this like okay I I wanna be this successful successful woman with my own career I'm gonna get to that point no matter what it takes yeah. so and and um that's always been my 
my driven point, right? So so then I guess building off of that, what what is your your next goal? I think because I mean, I've worked for you, you know, which is it's not it's not the best, but like I could see why you like it because the numbers, you know, everything has to make sense. Every every little invoice has to add up to, you know, the total amount spent and, you know, or, or you know, the total spent at the end of the month. And and I'm I like it because I'm good at it. And I don't like it because I just enjoy doing it. I like it because I'm actually good at it. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I understand what you're doing. I understand how how it works. You know, what? what is your next goal in terms of in terms of the business? I know we talked about like scaling. And for those of you guys that don't know, you know, you've worked with around like 20 or so clients, right? Um, 20 clients. And so you work with them on a monthly basis to keep their books in or, check. Or, or weekly. Weekly. Yeah. But yeah, so it depends on how much revenue the client has and all that stuff. Um because for me, you know, working with a, a small up and coming company and a brand more than that is that we are almost like at a loss. Like we're, we're like, OK, obviously we're losing money because we're starting up we're, we're a startup. But like those resources that, you know, other people have, like, for example, you. Right. You, you're you're only one person, though. Right. So like if we wanted to hire you, obviously we'd pay you the, the hourly whatever. Right. You work for us. You keep our books in check. Is there a way to make that process a little bit like cleaner, smoother, more automated? Because what I've been learning recently is like automation, optimization and maximization are like really, really the key to to creating scalable businesses. I read Voltage by John List, great uh, economist, love his work. Um, You guys should definitely check that out. And he was saying like the way to scale stuff is obviously you have to have that culture, right? But you're a one man team. You're a one woman team. And so it's it's how how would I, I guess in terms of your goals with with your work with your business what what's your goals in the, in the future? That's I think that's a hard part. Um, you know, as we talk, it's um, I mean, right now I have somebody that's helping me. As you know, Daisy, um, she it's um, she's helping me uh, doing some work, and I guess there is no really out automatization in the business because oh, did I say it right? Yeah, um, yeah. because um like you need I mean even if we have this software that fits in all the transactions you need to be able to check them to you need to be able to balance the, the bank account you need to be able to invoice the clients you know you need a person to do that hmm. so um even even the again you know the the most sophisticated um software there you need a person to do to do the minimum work even you know so um maybe maybe you will invent, invent the software well, that's that what can I was going to say it, right? that sounds like a problem that needs to be fixed because i think that if we can clear up that almost hurdle where like I need someone to do my books and it's like you, oh, you can offer me your service at a fraction of your cost at a fraction of that person at that cost's time. Because I think that process can be cleaned up. Like, for example, the, the time it takes you to obviously onboard a company, right? Or they onboard you, you know, you're obviously constantly cycling with with new clients, probably the, the more you have, the better. But you said Daisy's helping you. Obviously, I'm helping you sometimes here and there when I need when I need a job. Um, and and so it takes it takes a little bit of um, what can I say? It, it There's no really consistent sort of workflow that you have where it's like, oh, bring a client on. I can help them out. I can consult them. I can talk to them. I can review their books. I can fix their books if they need cleaning. And then not only that, but onboard them right away. Start with the statements put their invoices in for the next month and then keep on track. It's, it's almost like you're working against time because that's what it is. You know, there's always constantly new payments every other day, you know, new people, new credit cards, new accounts and whatever. Um, but that sounds like a problem that needs to be fixed. How, how would you, I guess, um, in terms of stepping away from work, um, in terms of life, like what, what about goals in life? I mean, my, I think my priority, right. is like, get you both, out of school, you know, I still have Santi, uh, who hasn't even started high school, so it's, it's a way to go. And then 
he's gonna do college and um yeah. you know and and then after that I think I can have more goals with my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um you know like I I like um I like to travel as you know I yeah. know that's one of my things that I would like to do travel. Um, I like food from different places, knowing different cultures. I, I guess we're so similar again, right? We're a uh, different culture and um, just, you know, try to enjoy life and let you guys, I mean, be part of your life, but don't be on your life, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be that kind of mom that be like on you guys, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I want you to have your own life and I want to keep going with my own life. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for every aspect you, you, when you're talking about work or talking about, you know, um, as your person, as your personal life, I think those are good answers. I mean, I I would say that your parenting, I think that you've already knocked out of the park and you've already dealt with me, but Santi is a different person. So you got to just figure out a way to deal with him. and, And, you know, like, you know, you're, Whatever it is, you're going to have that vision. You're going to have that clear picture. Maybe it's not going to be clear. Maybe it's going to be a little bit, a little bit clouded, you know, clouded, uh, clouded picture. But you'll see the end and um, and it will it will all work out. I think he's lucky and I'm lucky and you're lucky that we all have each other oh, and, and, totally. and Tony and, and all our family. I think family is the most important thing um, because I think there's culture within family. I think that. As we all get older and I've, I've been experiencing this firsthand is like, you know, Thanksgiving passed and usually we're so used to the adults cutting the turkey and serving all the kids. And I'm 20 or I was 20 at the time. My other cousin's 18. Her boyfriend's like 18, 19. Other cousin's like 22, 18, 14. And my brother, 13, or he was 12 at the time or he just turned 13. Our mother, because of 15, was turning 15. And we're like, where's the food? Where's the food? <laughs> and I think we, we had just failed to realize that, okay, we're at the age where we need to help. And maybe that must have been like, you know, common sense for some of you guys listening out there. But for us, we're like in a such a traditional heavy household where like we always go off traditions. But like I said, the the culture within, you know, our people, you know, we've been here for such a long time that like, or at least like the ones who weren't born here were are here for such a long time now that like things are changing up. Like, you know, you guys want us to step up and do this, do that. And and we would love to do that, but I think the communication was the thing that was lacking. And so um, when it comes to parenting, I think you're doing great. It's just those little details. And that was a funny story because everybody was button heads that trip. And that was, it was an amazing trip too. Everybody had fun, but everybody was button heads. But I think that's what made it fun. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yeah. I think, um, I don't, I guess um, because we, we're like different households, right? When we gather for Thanksgiving, we are different households. I think for my kids, I mean, I, I'm blessed and thankful that you you guys are pretty self-sufficient, that I don't really have to, to cater you or, oh, here's the food, because if you're hungry, you will go and get the food. Santi, same thing. But I think the different households, it's where it comes a little bit complicated, right? (laughs) Because everybody's expecting something something different. different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very true, though, because I think you you raised me with a level of maturity because, again, single mother raising me. And so I had to become a man on my own really quick and by myself. And and, I mean, I guess I said that on my own, but, but really quick. And so obviously, you know, you helped me out. You kind of babied me up until like end of middle school, beginning, uh, beginning of middle school, end of middle school, where I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, walk to school, bike to school, you know, um, if I want to go somewhere, I got to do it myself. And, you know, uh, I'm glad that you supported me through everything. Um, but I think that that was the best lesson I could have learned from you was to basically make me self-sufficient because you talk about, we talk about automation with, uh, with business, but I think you help me automize myself at that or automate myself if that makes sense because I had to learn really quick, you know, and, and I was a really um, curious kid when it came to, you know, cracking the code to life, if you will, because I'm, I'm, I'm barely starting to do that now, but you know, like learning how to cook for myself, learning how to 
you know, stay fit, you know, learning how to make connections, at least like with friends and soccer and all that stuff. Uh, you taught me all that. And so it was, um, you know, you told me be myself, you know, never, never do the wrong things and, and you know, always, you know, be happy and, and have a good time. And, and the one, the one lesson that I will never forget that my mom always teaches me and always preaches to anyone, especially me and my little brother, is whenever she's like, or whenever I'm like, I don't want to go or I don't want to do this or we don't want to do that. Or we don't want to do that. She said, go because you'll never know you might enjoy it. And 10 times out of 10, I go, whether it's a soccer game, a soccer practice, a party, a get together, a family event, a school event, whatever it is, I go. She's like, how was it when, when I come back home? You were right, mom. It was it was fun, and, and that's the best. That's the best because mom's always right, and she she yeah. says it, she says it herself, and, and I'm like, damn, mom, you're always right, except for when she's wrong. I'm just kidding. Many times, many times. But yeah, I think I don't know. Do you have any memories of when when I came home and I'm like, okay, you were right, like that was fun. Is there any in specific that that come to mind, or is there just too many? There's too many. Yeah, <laughs> I think there are too many. Like yeah, but I remember many times that you. I don't want to go home or or what food same thing with food like oh, I don't want to try it but then you try and try it because you might like it yeah, yeah yeah so yeah it's been it's been fun you know um there's one though there's one that it didn't work out and that was actually recently like earlier last week or later last week I'm not going to say where we went but I'll, I'll say the name of the place we went to this place called I'll just say Rotahana that's all I'm going to say Rotahana <laughs> and look, look at her reaction already <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell the story because it was it was so fun wasn't it <laughs> so family trip we're together me and my brother my stepdad and my mom and uh or tony sonny me and my mom and um we get recommended this place shout out denise if you're watching thank you for the recommendation and um there's a back road and a, a, a freeway road. Me, I love driving. I love going down Lucas Valley, ripping the back roads down, going like 60 to 80. 80, not really. Um, and, and just driving because I love the adrenaline. I love the feeling, slapping music, the great outdoors. Like this is this is supposedly also like a really adventurous drive, I would say. Like the ride is adventurous or the drive is adventurous. And so we go to the... I think we we had set we didn't really know the address of the place. We just kind of assumed it was like this like little place called something falls like Twin Falls or not Twin Falls, something falls like a a little trail, peewee trail or some shit. And so that one led to the back road. And so we're like, okay, well, we'll, it, it all leads to the same place. So let's just take the back road. And we've been through the back roads before. And so these back roads aren't anything crazy where we are. They're just a little, you know, it's an undisclosed location, by the way. That's why I'm not saying it. But they're not crazy. They're not like Lucas Valley back roads, you know, nice paved roads, you know, tight winds, some places and then long stretches, other places. Those are like if, you, if you're if you a car enthusiast or, or outdoors person, you enjoy those type of drives. But this road was this road was like that for I don't know, maybe. And this mind you, this trip is like less than 40 miles. It's around 40 miles. Right. To get there. Yeah. It's like 40 yeah, miles. That's like that's like driving from, you know, San Francisco to Santa Rosa. That's like 40 miles or so, maybe even less. And so it should be a 40 minute drive. Mind you, this drive was three hours long. So it was a three hour drive. And so I think like an hour and a half of this drive is just uh, nice, windy roads. You know, it's like the first 30 miles and, and they were tight. So it took a little bit longer than, you know, like a 30 minute drive. We get to I think it was mile marker. I want to say it was like 30. So we were like 10 miles away from actual Lahana. That's what it's called, Lahana. Hana, Hana. Oh, Hana, Hana. My bad, my bad. Hana. And so um, we're 30 miles, uh, 10 miles away from Hana. And then the road starts kind of like breaking down uh, because it's kind of close to the water. So like the pavement turns into dirt. And that's kind of normal because obviously the water coming in, Tony, Tony said that the water coming in obviously would break down the road at that point. And so it's like, OK, maybe not the best time to um, to, you know, pave the roads. And so it's dirt and we're going and it's like another mile of dirt and it's like really rough. We got the rental. And so it was like better than mom's car, but not, you know, it's not. We have a four by four. Let me just 
fix this. And then, and so mile of road turns into like two miles of road. Sorry, dirt. And then two miles of dirt turns into like kind of jungly, wet, like mud, ditches, holes, potholes. And then like two miles turns to four, four turns to like six, seven, eight miles of just tight roads, water everywhere, dirt. Mind you, these roads are tight. They're like one to yeah, two one car. One. It's mo- it's mostly like one car length. And so like I'm driving. Mom's like, watch out, watch out. Tony's like, I was, I was. Santi's like on his phone. I'm like, dude, watch out, watch out. And then like we're getting close. And, and the one part where I was like, fuck, I fucked this up was when like we're next to this um next to this uh it's like a it's like a metal like you know railing and we're driving and there's a car there's cars pulling in and mind you when when cars are pulling in like they're supposed to either let me go or i'm supposed to let them go sometimes if it's a two lane because most some of it was a two two car lane or or a a two-way and so we would go at the same time but my parents were like they were they were like literally like biting their nails waiting for me to like crash and so at that point, like I stopped, I slowed down and I'm like, it's a two so I can go through. But I like was really slow. And then I just hear ee! and then we're all like looking around and they're like, you hit, you hit, you hit. And I was like, I did not hit, but my balls dropped. I'm like, oh, God, I think I hit. And I look <laughs> over in my mirror and there was like a good, I'd say like seven to eight inches of space between me and the rail. And so I was like, OK, I, I did not hit. I knew I did not hit, but it sounded like I hit. And it sounded really, really good because what had happened is, you know, and anyways, we, we go through, we go through tight roads, literally like, I don't know, like hundred foot just rocks above us. And it's like, it's like literally on the ledge, water to my right, ravine to my right. And then just huge cliffs to my left, mountains to my left, jungle to my left. And people are living here and these are like crazy, like outback roads. Tony said it reminded him of Chiap- Chiapas? Chiapas, Chiapas, Mexico, if you guys know that. I guess it's like that. And so, um, and he enjoyed it because it actually reminded him of his hometown. But by the time we got back, we got to Hana. I looked at the car and I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. I did not hit. I was cool. I was in the clear. But I guess what had happened was I, there was a rock under my tire because I've, this, this happens. And it usually like, if you move slow, I was moving slow. That's why I kind of thought I hit, but I didn't. I just kind of rolled over it. As I rolled over it, the rock just shoots out, probably hits the metal makes a little banging noise a little uh, or whatever it was i'm not that good at that that sound but that's what it was and i'm like like that was a stressful ride like and i'm not used to driving that that it was like a honda pilot like a newer 2019 i'm not used to driving cars like that i have a small sports car audi and so like i'm not used to that at all road to hana that was um that was one time my mom was like let's go it's gonna be fun and i was was she was wrong i mean (laughs) it was fun but it was fun but I don't know that yeah. I, that would not be my chosen place. Let's just put it that way. It was we had good time. I mean, like we have okay time. We did a hike, a very tiny hike, yeah. and we have some pictures. Uh, we had I had a good salad uh, with yeah. with fish. Uh, they had some yeah, other had, food. Had, they had, didn't um, have a, loco moco. It was they, not good. They didn't, they didn't have a very good food. It was like a, it was an authentic Hawaiian food. So um. I'm, re- I get very nervous, nervous, um, driving or, you know, being on those kind of roads. I just don't, I don't do well. Let's just put it that way. So I wasn't even talking much because I was like, I could, I yeah. didn't want, I didn't want Eric to be nervous. Um, so I yeah. just kind of, I wasn't talking. <laughs> there was times when I was, I was. Barely, I mean, watch out in Spanish. Barely, barely. I could have been worse. <laughs> that is true. So I didn't take many pictures going on there because I was like watching the <laughs> So I feel like they don't trust me quite yet driving. But my brother knows I'm the best driver. And so mm-hmm. it's just a feeling thing. I, I like I, I don't know. I'm not gonna argue about that. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. Um so if you guys like to go that, that kind of roads, you can take the highway, but they're very, it's very windy too. Yeah, it, just takes a while. Uh, it takes a while. Um, I mean, some people might love Hannah. Hannah. I mean, there are people that they said it's beautiful. It's, it's, 
you know, the role is great. I um, I like it, but um, I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, fair enough. Fair you enough. know, I think that's, um, that's I would. I, I mean, we 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 stay here in this place, which is great. And then we've been doing other drives, and it's been um, we had some we had so much fun. Yeah. 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 The, and, uh, except for that day. I mean, it was it, fun. It was fun. That was a fun day. <laughs> I mean, we had many other days where the beach is so close. We went to the beach like almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the pool. Uh, the people, the people. Oh, I want to tell another story because sometimes when you, and this is like me coming to a place where wherever I go, and, and my mom knows the story because she was right there and we go hand oh. in hand. But before I, before I tell that story, I just want to point out how, like, sometimes me and her will have, like, a lot of similar ideas. But then sometimes, like, you know, she hates to drive. I love to drive. And it's like, it's, it's, we're different, but we're the same, you know. A lot the same. We're a lot the same. That's very interesting. I think. Uh, anytime. <laughs> anytime uh, because I think when I'm, you know, one of the things that I know was very similar is, like, when I'm upset, I tend to sometimes not say anything and just yeah, keep quiet. it to myself. Yeah. And Eric is the same way. He doesn't say anything, but I can see it on his face like he's upset. So, yeah. uh, so that that many no. things. And I I think also like we're very um, OCDs, right? Like I think you yeah. like yeah. so we're like pretty smart. Yeah, I think the good thing is we both know how our own brains work, and so we can like once you get a good understanding of yourself, you can understand someone else very well. Um, but sometimes you can't get through people. And so, you know, like, like I said, we, you know, traveling, I love traveling, uh, you know, like you, but sometimes, you know, when I go to a different place, I, I want to experience everything at the highest level. So for example, I want to go to the best gyms. I want to go to the best restaurants. I want to go to the best lookout spots. I want to go to the best running spots, hiking spots, you know, best events. And, and when I mean best, I don't mean most expensive. I don't mean most populated. I mean, most diversity most depth most um culture most communication i think those things are more important far more important than you know money or people at least like uh numbers wise quantity or uh, quality versus quantity and so doing that um you tend to encounter different types of people and, and i think that's the beauty of it but i have never been in a situation where I've gone to a different place and not even a different country and experienced what I experienced. And so I might have been in the wrong, but basically I'll set up the situation. Me and my mother were at a little uh, little surf shop. I'll say it was a surf shop. We're at a surf shop and this old dude with his dog is uh, running the store and it smelled like it smelled like dog or like something like kind of like wet dog in there. Um, just a detail I noticed because I'm observant. I'm an observant person. So I notice a lot of things. Old white dude, white curly hair, uh, black poodle, uh, kind of dirty, probably was at the beach. And we're looking around, need some boogie boards. Me and my brother want to go boogie boarding, we need boogie boards. I also wanted a football. Um, mom said, uh, the guy says, you know, we have the cheapest prices in town, $20, $25 for a week, uh, $7 a day or something like that. And so he, uh, we're looking around and, you know, my mom was like, Oh, maybe you should ask, you know, how much it is for an extra day or, you know, or like see what happens if because we're here for 10 days, you know, and this is like ninth day. So like we get it eight days, we turn it on the eighth day, the day or the ninth day before we leave. You know, we're on this day two. I'm like, perfect. That's sounds like a perfect idea. In my head, I registered it because I've been reading negotiation books, you know, reading a lot of uh, books and so I'm like, oh, that that this is my chance to, you know, try this negotiation tactic out and, and see if I can bargain. All of the negotiation book, all of the bargaining strategies just flew out the window. I did not think or remember or recall any of those ideas. And I just told the guy, I said, and I quote, how much is a boogie board for a week? He says $25. I said, how much if and then I said, uh, how much is a football? And then he said it should be on the thing. And I was like, oh, seven bucks, 15 bucks. I'm like, if I get a football and a Frisbee, would you throw in an extra day for the boogie board instead of a week? Can I get eight days? Immediately, he says, why don't you go ask ABC store over there, which is the chain 7-Eleven type of store out here. And he's like, why don't you go ask ABC store? 
um, maybe they'll cut you a deal. I was like, uh, I just wanted to know for an extra day, you know? And he's like, no, go ask ABC store. I was like, no, it's all good. I'll take the seven days in the football. This guy is like, no, 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 I'm serious. Go ask ABC store. Why don't you go try to rub them for a nickel or two? And I'm over here like, oh, so it's personal now. Like he's taking this personal. I'm like, I'm like, why? Uh, or I'm like, why? He's like, because they're a big corporation. They, they got lots of money. Why don't you go ask them? They'll probably have some, uh, some boogie boards or two. I was like, I'm like, so you're not going to sell to me? He's like, no. I was like, why not? He's like, oh, you're trying to rub me for a nickel when you got big corporations right here, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm just a small town business. I'm just a small business guy. Like, you know, why don't you go ask them right next door? And I was like, all right, thank you. Just wanted to know. Put the boogie boards back. My brother was already out the door. I said, mom, let's go. And we left. At that moment, though, I was I want I was tested. I knew it was a test. You know, like I said, I see things in black and white. And it was a moment where I'm like, there's a little bit of gray in here because I could either, you know, do the right thing and just walk away because I already I already had, you know, fault for what I've done. You know, I understood that. But ultimately, you know, his refusal to serve me was just a lesson to me and it opened my eyes, you know, like, OK, maybe this guy has a problem with something else. And it's not about me, you know, wanting to get an extra day on the boogie board because he could have easily told me no extra days, $10 for an extra day late or whatever. You have to pay that. No deal. Or he could have cut me a break. He could have said, you know, you don't need to buy that. I'm going to give you an extra day. You seem like a nice guy, whatever, because, you know, some people like to step up to the challenge. Negotiation bargaining is a challenge. It's a mental, verbal challenge. And people sometimes aren't, you know, willing to accept that. And I just wanted to try it out. And so maybe, you know, he had a grudge against me. Maybe it just wasn't his day. Maybe it just wasn't my bad. You know, I was uh, I came off as, you know, condescending because small town business. I wouldn't want someone doing that to me, but I also wouldn't kick him out and refuse service. But interesting guy. Interesting story. I think I don't know. What did you think about that? I think the way that you asked. Right. I think I I, I, I would ask that way. I would just say, like, just straight out, like, OK, what would be the for an extra day, how much will you charge? And that's it, right? And, and um, you know, I appreciate that you didn't go farther into that conversation and be the bad boy. But, you know, at the end of the day, I told Eric and the and my boys, you know, it's like, I feel so bad for this guy because obviously he's not happy of, or, or he had a bad day, and or, but he didn't seem to be happy or what he was doing. And, yeah. and, and you know, it's just... Feels, I feel sorry for him more than anything, you know. Yeah. It's just feel sorry for the guy and he has to do that for, for a living maybe and, and he's yeah. not happy. So just, you know, that's a, a story a story there. <laughs> so, never bargain again. Never, never bargain, bargain again. again. I don't. I can't promise that, but I mean, yeah, that was fair game, fair game. Oh. Uh. I think before I get to my last question, because it has been a while now, um, I do. I do. Well, first of all, I want to say, like, I'm glad you see it that way for like, you know, because obviously and you said this, you touched on this before you you love what you do. And so I think that's that's great, because I think it's hard to find people that do that. I think for me, I've been chasing that more and more because you've given me opportunities, you know, to to obviously do my own thing. You know, you didn't rush me. You didn't force me to stay at Sac State. You know, you told me, yeah, yeah, do what you want to do. I, I chased soccer for a little bit. Now I'm chasing this, what, I, what I'm doing and the companies and stuff like that. And so, um, because I love, I love doing that. And so I, I'm glad you see it like that because other people wouldn't necessarily see it like that. Um, especially, you know, parents. Um, so I think first of all, I want to say that because it's, it's, it's great. Um, and then before I get to my last question, I did want to ask you, I guess, you know, now that, um, you know, podcast is out or, or we've, we're doing this, I guess this is this is new. I, I guess I want to ask, like, in terms of family and, you know, yourself, like, you know, how, how do you how would you I don't even I don't even know how to ask this question. Like, I guess. No, like, I, I guess I want to know, like, where did you learn to like raise and and act the way you do in terms of like the kids in terms of the family because i see you as a leader you're a very very natural leader i think 
you've given me that trait. You know, by the by the grace of God, I, I'm a leader as well. I like to I like to imagine myself as a leader. I see you as a leader too, um, and I think it's very hard to because I don't know where I got that leadership from. I think maybe it was from being raised by you, single mother, where I became a leader on my own. I had to whether it was lead my brother, lead my friends, you know, lead myself. How did you, how did you do do that? How did you manage to become a leader amongst yourself? Because you came to a new country, you started up a new business, you became successful, you started a family, you're doing many things now. You know, you're leading us. You know, how how did where did that leadership mentality come from? And not only where did it come from, but how do you constantly grow and evolve that? I don't know. I think um, some of it from my dad, right? He seems to be a leadership and but a lot of it maybe being the oldest again you know the oldest um and maybe the childhood that I had I I say you know I I I won't be I'd rather be a leader than the other person (laughs) that the follower so and um but always um thinking like do it with love, right? I think that's one of my things. Like, um, I feel like raising you and Santi, I, um, because I, I could have, and I can punish Santi like really hard, right? Like I can be a really bad mom, but you know, I want to do it with my heart. I want to do it with love. I want to teach you love, right? And, and things can be accomplished with love. And um, and I think that's it, right? And and follow follow your heart. Be happy, as I always said, because life, as I grew, you know, I I I've been growing and I've been learning. I I feel like um, that life is too short. We just talk about it to. Spend it like fear, being mad uh, with so little things. Just love people and and I think be um that word is like um what is the word? The moment that you put yourself, let's say that you're in a situation and you put yourself in somebody else's shoes then you understand the other person and then you will treat that person differently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Be respectful. Love. Be happy. And um, I think that that's it. That's what it takes to be a leader. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's perfect. That's what I don't saying. know. I, I think. I don't know. And... I, you know, I love what I do. I love my kids, and I, I think I, I'm thankful every day for what I have, and, and, um, and that's it, right? I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to have you, and I could not ask for better kids, right? Like, yeah. you know, anytime I, I thought like, you know, when I um got pregnant from both of you I always thought like oh I wanted to have a girl and then I, I always said like you know I must have done so I, I always said like I must have that done something very very good in another life yeah that I'm like God had given me these two wonderful boys and yeah. a very good life yeah definitely so that's I, great mom I, I don't I don't know what else to say that was great I think that that encapsulates, you know, everything you've done to this point and is going to propel you into the future because I think you said it perfectly, like something, someone, some God, some power brought us here for a reason. And it's it's for the love, for the respect and for the happiness and that we find our true purpose, mm-hmm. um, which is which is what everybody got to find because you don't have to be faithful. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to be yeah. any of those things. Yeah. But as long as you're happy yeah. you're loving and you're respectful you're gonna just get nothing but that in return right, right? and so like jim carrey said i was watching jim uh, carrey's commencement speech and he said you know sometimes you'd rather live in uh, you, you'd want to live with love 
rather than living fear. And I'm like, yeah. that's that's perfectly well said. I mean, you you can't live in in fear, in fear, right? Yeah, yeah. because. I mean, when you have faith and you have love, there is there is no space in your life to be fear, to, yeah, to have, have fear, fear. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like you can. Yeah, whether it's like a job interview, whether it's a road to Hana, whether it's a, you know, a, a leap of faith, you you automatically are ten times ahead of where you would have been if you don't even think about the fear. As soon as you said. I'm gonna put my head down, get on this horse. I'm gonna put my running shoes on. I'm gonna, you know, go to this interview. I'm gonna drive there, whatever. You're already far ahead of where you would have been if you didn't even yeah. think about that. I think, like, you know, like we all have faults in our life, right? Because the life is not like very smooth and and happy, <laughs> happy ever after, right? It's like you will you will fall. And you just take an experience, like okay, what what um what did I learn from this? What yeah. what did, what can I improve? What can I do better? I love, I love the stress, you know? the stress, the the size. You could tell the size of a man by the size of his problems. You know, bigger the problem, the bigger the man, and that's yeah. that's very true. Like or a woman, you know, a woman. Yeah. So um, you just you know. If you fall, you get up and you just keep going. What I learned, I'm, I'm not going to do the same thing. I'm going to be better every day. You know, and every day just get up, be thankful for what you have, and and the rest, it will come. All right. Well, I think I, I think this is time I don't for know the... If this is what you wanted to accomplish. This is great. <laughs> this has been an amazing time, Mom. I think that over this last hour and, and change, we've... You know, talked about your story, talked a little bit about my story, talked about some stories in general, life lessons, goals, dreams, and everything in between. And so I, I, I love this conversation. I love the flow of this. I loved your company and I loved your, your energy. Um, but I think it's time for us to go enjoy the rest of this night and um, smoke a little cigar, a little glass of wine out in the back. She hates it when I smoke cigars, but I'm 21 now, so I'm going to have one to end this beautiful night a little celebration but final question i think my I that was the final one. no that was before <laughs> my last question but my okay. final question is a simple and easy question um and i'm switching it up guys so now uh you guys heard my previous question before i'll let you choose but my old question was if you could give advice to your younger self what would you tell yourself now i want to say final question is where do you see yourself in 10 years and what would you tell that person? Okay, repeat the question. Where do you see yourself in 10 years and wh what would you tell that person? I see myself Italy, Spain. <laughs> you know, okay. I want to go back to Mexico, travel Mexico and continue working, but not <laughs> as hard as because I won't have anybody to support anymore by myself. <laughs> Uh, right, because Santi's gonna be twenty three. Oh gosh, no, I still have to support him. Maybe by no, nah, he's gonna be working with me at HK. Yeah, HK so, all the way, baby. I mean, hopefully, you know, I am healthy by then. You know, always. I um, and I'm not eating pan every day. So no, I'm not. Um, so maybe have my business still. You know, have my business work and have help and um work more remotely and and be traveling that's what i um i want to do that's where you see yourself yeah perfect perfect i like that that's great that was a great answer i think that's a great first answer to the, i don't know i mean like to the newest question another question no that was the new oh. i think that was the best answer to the newest question yeah so. i think i think that's it she's done know? with me she's sick of me no 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 i'm not I'm I'm like, i don't have an, I, I i i don't have answers anymore that's i guess perfect yeah well, I think I enjoyed, I know I enjoyed Thank the company. You. I enjoyed the, the conversation. I think that's one of the best and most enjoyable times is, is having a conversation, whether it's with my mom or with, it's a stranger. We've met many strangers here, strangers at home. I love talking to new people. And so anytime I get a chance to talk to anyone, and I know you're the same way, is we enjoy every single minute of that conversation, every single word. Um, let them know where they can find you on Instagram, uh, website, anything like that. Uh, my website's uh, rebuilding. I, um, oh, it's in yeah. the works. MCBookingSolutions.com. Yeah. 
well, you guys know where to find her. I'll leave links to her in the description. Uh, lastly, guys, make sure to check out the Humble Community. We are a new up-and-coming brand. Like I said, by the time this drops, we should have our merch out. Uh, this is one of the shirts we have, uh, World of Independence is on the back. So I'll, I'll roll some clips of that. And um, yeah, check us out on Instagram. Check uh, Powerhouse Podcast out on Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. We're everywhere now. And so if you guys want to um, need content, need personal training, want to hop on the podcast, tap in let me know links will be everywhere links in the bio links in the description everywhere you guys know what it is and until next time i will see you guys in the next one thank you so much for for having me over i enjoyed the conversation as well and i hope i um, you accomplished what you wanted in this um combo yeah thank you very much Mabel. thank you everybody for watching <laughs> all right guys we'll see you next time bye bye